And ten thousand dollars for doing a little dance. No thanks. No. No. Wouldn't do it. No. I would if I were a girl. <laughs> I would. Why don't you put on a little tutu? I would. You? For ten thousand, I'd be up. If I were a girl, I'd be up on that uh, doing the monkey on the on the uh, table or whatever you want me to do. I wouldn't let them touch me or anything. But no. Ten for ten, 10 grand. You wouldn't, you're not doing. I just want to see you in the little tutu. No, you're never going to see that. I mean, nobody wants to see me, but they would want to see you. It's not going to happen. Which you're not going to do. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, you look uh, very prepared today. What, what is this Secret Lore of Magic book you bought here? Are you casting spells? Well, it, it, it compiles and, and synthesizes uh, several different magic grimoires. Oh, is that how you say that word? I don't know. I always, I always thought it was like grimoires. Grimoires. I'm, I don't Grimoire. Know. I'm not sure how to, say, I don't how know, to pronounce actually. that. Grimoire. <laughs> So, so are you like casting spells, trying to get like? Hi, pinhead? Boris Grimoire. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> Do you have like the box, and you're trying to like summon Pinhead and the other Cenobites or something? Well, apparently, I need like it's, you need all this shit, man. That I don't have, you know. Like, I need like a prayer shawl embroidered by a virgin. Oh, you know, yeah, I need a lot of weird stuff like that. It's, so, it's difficult to find all that. I mean, it's difficult to find anybody to embroider Goat shit. Goat skull and all that. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? And it's like you need, like, uh, you know, the first, uh, the, a woman's first period blood and weird things like that. And it's like, how do you get that? To get all that stuff to work you out. Know? Yeah, I don't know. You have to you have to know some young girls for yeah. that. <laughs> I'm like, not I, quite sure where you'd get that. Yeah, like, because, uh, I mean, I guess it's one thing if you're, like, a dark sorcerer like Aleister Crowley. You could just you could hang around with a I don't know twelve year old girl. I bet you Anton and, Lavey had that. Yeah, and then be like, look, stop, stop giving me cat faces in Snapchat, please. This is important. Put up a Craigslist ad. This is important. Yeah, <laughs> that, that'll go well. You might end up on a registry somewhere, yeah. but I would love to see that. Yeah, uh, there's speaking, a lot of ingredients. Speaking of Anton Lavey, yeah. you're going to go to that thing next week, the Anton Lavey exhibit black mass thing. Not if it costs any money. Is yeah, it is, my it's answer expensive. to all like of your questions. Bucks. Yeah. Well, aren't you like, dating some lady now? Isn't she? Why don't yeah. you make her pay? Uh, she just got a job. Just oh, okay. So, High yeah. roller. Yeah. yeah. A, you always kind of end up in these like gigolo relationships. I'm jealous. I got to learn this. I got to learn this skill. Look, I'm. You're saying things. I'm just sitting here. No comment. <laughs> I'm not even. What are, what are we talking um, about? So next next week, it's uh, Lethal Amounts is doing this this event at a, a place called Black Rabbit Rose. I guess it's like a magic theme bar in Hollywood, something like that. Anyway, mm. they're doing this like Anton Lavey's twenty years after Lavey's death. They have like a bunch of books and memorabilia donated by Glenn Danzig. Actually, Glenn Danzig has like Anton Lavey, like. Uh, erotic literature or something. I don't know right. what it is. He probably wrote it himself, like <laughs> fanfic. Uh, but anyway, they have like a bunch, a, a, a lot of his stuff. Uh, Kenneth Anger is going to be addressing the crowd, mm. and then at midnight, there's a black mass being performed by the Reverend Stephen Johnson Leba, who I actually know from my uh, my old radio show. He's like a he's the last ordained minister by Anton Lavey, 
And, uh, what is he, the L.A. Grotto Master or something? No, he's from San Francisco. He's mm. just like this weird performance art guy. Like, I remember I had him in my radio show to talk about, like, Satanism and his connection to the Church of Satan. Yeah. And he brought in a bunch of his art. Yeah. And so he had this art, and he was showing me this, uh, the, and I was checking it out. I'm holding this. I'm like, wow, it's very interesting. I was like, you know, it's, it's almost like three-dimensional. Like, you can, uh, it's like, you can feel it. It's not just paint. There's, like, bumps on it, and, like, you know, it's like... It's other material. This almost looks like hair. He's like, yes, I paint with multimedia. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. He's like, I use my own blood, feces, and semen. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, what? Are you, does that intimidate you? Does that threaten you? And I'm like, no, it's just going to disgust me. Mm. Like, I'm not going to touch your, if you would have told me that your painting had feces on it, I'm not going to pick it up. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you got to pick up a painting though. Well, no, he like passed it oh, to okay, me. Okay. It wasn't very big. It was like a small, it wasn't like a huge painting. It was like these small paintings. So I was like holding it, looking at it, talking about it. And then I, I didn't know it was paint. I didn't know he, I didn't know you could paint with feces. You know, I, I interviewed the New York Grotto Master. And like, it's one of those things where you, you find out they're far less interesting than they sound. The people in the Church yeah. of Satan. They're just like, oh yeah, okay. It's like, all right, whatever. You're, this you're guy into uh, self-reliance and whatever. This Great. guy was a performance artist. Yeah. So it's like he did some interesting things. But anyway, I guess he's leading the Black Mass. But it's like 50 bucks a person. I feel like I've been to a million gallery shows in New York with where all the paintings were done with like HIV-infected blood, though. You've, that's never happened to you? That's never happened? You've never encountered that? No, and fe- no, not feces. All right. Maybe it'll come. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, okay, I don't mind looking at them. I, I just wish he, would, he had informed me of this before right. passing the painting to me. Right. That's all I'm saying. Mm. And, and that being said, I mean, it's, uh, they're quite impressive pieces of art. Um, he, was, he was definitely proficient at painting in uh, shit and semen and okay. blood. All right. So, I mean, that's one thing. Green. Um, yeah. No, I mean, he, he had a talent there that mm. a lot of people probably don't have. Like me, for example, I wouldn't be able to paint very well with my feces. I think it would look hideous. Right. But hey. Um, so anyways, 50 bucks a person. I kind of want to go, but yeah, I don't know if I could deal with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. looking Hell into no. it. But it's, it's all part no. of this, like it's Halloween month. You got to do, have you been doing any festive Halloween things? No, I don't do that. You, you never the engage only, any Halloween activities. I might activities. do some stuff just because I'm like, you know, was, Seeing someone, you know. So yeah, you're, you've been do, hanging out with new lady. You so have, have to, to do Halloween. I have to shit. do stuff. Normally, I wouldn't do a goddamn thing. I tell you, you I didn't even do anything last year. Hiding. You think I did anything last year? Fuck no. <laughs> I didn't do shit. Well, you didn't pass out candy. Actually, I wasn't even here. I wasn't even here. I was in New York, and then I was in. I also just had just gotten over my walking with a cane. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. but no, I don't pass out anything to anybody. There should yeah, be no, never any really children coming to my door. It should never happen. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was like a restraining order to prevent that or something. Unless they have period blood for my magical <laughs> rituals. I don't want it. Have you ever actually seen a black mass, though? Yeah, I've been... I've never seen one. I've been to a uh, um, uh, Telema mass, a Gnostic Telema mass in Queens. It's fucking boring. Was that the same kind of thing? It's fucking boring as fuck. Yeah, it's the same shit. It's the same bullshit. It's it's darker than the because Church of Satan they don't believe in Satan or anything, but you know the the Crowley OTO. I went to that mass. It was really boring. I think I mentioned it on the show before, but yeah, there's a naked at the end though. There's the naked dwarf girl that comes out of the box. Oh, remember yeah, that? Yeah, and then you have to take communion and look, and talk to her while you're doing it. 
But, but that's all like, uh, is it affiliated with the Church of Satan or is that completely separate No, it's group? the OTO. It's the Ordo it's Templi Orientalis, the Aleister Crowley's church. Oh, that's Aleister Telema. Crowley's thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. so it's uh, slightly different, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I thought like LeVay's uh, ceremonies all, all included like naked women, right? It, was, it wasn't a big like den of perverts. Yeah, I mean, but the difference is that the Church of Satan doesn't actually believe in anything. No, whereas, I know, it's just a uh, religion of indulgence or whatever. does, you know. Yeah. So. I don't know, I'm thinking about doing it. You know, it's something to do on Halloween. You been watching any scary movies? Um, no, actually. No scary not. movies? Are you boycotting scary movies during the month of October? No, I've just, just ha- haven't have had happened to not see them. You know, <laughs> fucking relax. My uh, girlfriend you know? was like, we have to, you know, you got to watch. She doesn't even like horror movies, but mm. she likes old horror movies. So she doesn't like current horror movies. So oh, she'll like, watch the old ones. Like what, like... Um, like the son of Frankenstein. Nightmare on Elm. No, no, oh, like Nightmare oh. on Elm Street. Like I'm talking like 80s horror. It's not old. Yeah, okay. well, right. it is if you think about it. It's like 30 years old. Okay, all right. But like Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street, Friday 13th. Right. Uh, she, she just doesn't even like Texas Chainsaw. Hmm. Uh, or Hills Have Eyes. She's not into that. But uh, hmm. So anyway, last night we watched uh, Apt Pupil. That's When's not last a horror. saw that? That's not a horror movie. Um, um, Stephen King. I think it's considered horror. It's not. I don't think but, it's uh, horror. I saw it in the theater. I thought it was a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rom-com. It's a rom-com. It's a rom- it really is, It actually. really is a rom Yeah, yeah. It started, yeah. I mean, you're getting into it. I was like, wow, they're going to go mm. full-on Brokeback Mountain here in just like a little bit, and it's and I'm not going to watch. Yeah. Like, if that happens, I'm shutting it off. The last time I saw it, I think it was in the theater. Because it came out in the late 90s? Yeah, it was like 98, 99. 98, yeah, yeah, 98 or something. So I'd forgotten about it, but I would say it's definitely a rom-com. Yeah. It's a rom-com between a young boy and a, uh, yeah, a, a, a Nazi soldier who's living under a pseudonym. Elderly Nazi. An elderly yeah. Nazi soldier yeah. who's uh, living under a pseudonym. And the young boy discovers it. And, uh, yeah, he awakens the Nazi within, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really is. And it also resonates with today's uh, political climate. Right. I think a lot of people, uh, I think a lot of young alt-right guys, uh, incels, uh, probably could identify with the young boy who uh, befriends and uh, eventually loves the Nazi, romances the Nazi. Yeah. He was like buying him gifts. He comes over, he brought, brought him a whole Nazi uniform. Yeah, uh, it's like the Ferris Bueller's Day Off of the alt-right generation. The, uh, the alt-right yeah. generation. Do you think that? Do you think before yeah. you could join one of the alt-right Nazi groups, like Richard Spencer's, like initiation, yeah. you got to watch that pupil and take a written exam. Yeah, and uh, masturbate to it. And you know, you you have to, you know, I I guess they want to up people's fashion and not have it be fat guys anymore kind of thing right yeah no that's they with, to do with that? the nazis yeah you gotta have that you have to have a fade you gotta yeah, have yeah. that like ryan gosling style haircut right you gotta be pretty hip mm. i still think they do the same thing where where they uh get a pizza shaped like a swastika and you have to jack off onto it and the last person to don't they do that yeah, the I think. How do you swastika? get a, Well, I guess you can get a pizza straight like a swastika. oh those nazis are uh, you know they can cut anything into a swastika these days yeah and so, yeah, I think that's still part of the initiation. But I think at pupil, you watch the movie at pupil first, then you do the gookie swastika. Gookie swastika. And then you're a Nazi. Hmm. And you can go to all the, uh, the different debates. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and go protest uh, at, uh, at all the universities. Anyway, I wonder how the Nazis feel about that, the, uh, the blog post um, called why I, why I Masturbate My Son. Yeah, you sent that to me. Yeah, Thank you. you Thank were you, you, you want to know why... 
Thanks I've said fucking, that to a few. Don't think yeah. you're special. I sent it to quite a few people, but I received this from like I don't know, at least fifteen people. Fifteen yeah. people Facebook messaged it to me and then sent it to uh, the hotmail address. And you know, I I'm open to taking suggestions for topics on the show. Yeah, I love it when people send it to me because it's like, well, you know everybody reads the news; they want to hear th- something discussed. Right. This one gave me pause because I saw this and I was like, Jesus Christ! And you know what? I think. Because it's not it's not current. I mean, I, the uh, post was actually made in 2016, right? So it's about a year, you know a little over a year ago. And I remember seeing it or hearing about it back then, and I don't know why we didn't discuss it. It might have been vetoed, okay, by one of us. It's possible. I don't. I, I yeah, I, I might have vetoed it. I don't know. I don't yeah, I, I'm not quite sure. No. So anyway, um, about 15 people sent this in. Start making the rounds again. And so a lot of people are weighing in on uh, on this this topic of uh, should you masturbate your profoundly disabled son? Mm. And it's a you know it's a question. It's a thought experiment. I don't know. I you know if uh, if one of my cats was disabled profoundly and had erections, but you know if I didn't uh, have them neutered, I might consider that. You know I might have. <laughs> I do tend to veto the stories that are that sort of play on the uh, universal exhaustion of sadness in 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 the world so. or the ones that hit too close to home right yeah, yeah. Like, that's more, <laughs> you know you you all know that i have a disabled child yeah well this yeah. one so anyway yeah anyway um i sent it to quite a few people i sent harrison was the first people i sent it to and you're like jesus christ where'd yeah. you find this and i was like Pornhub, mm. making a joke thinking you would you think sent it, it to funny. my mom thank you very much for that <laughs> she asked so me where'd everybody. you find it and i was yeah. like porn hub but I, I i sent that to you as a porn hub <laughs> and you believe that you thought like Pornhub, this would be something that they would have on Pornhub, like a blog about di- of masturbating disabled kids. They have a very ambitious business <laughs> development department, all right? I don't know. You never know with them. They could be like, now we're doing news. Now we're like vice. You never now, know with those Now we're fuckers. talking about masturbating disabled children. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, because for a second I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> His fucking, uh, you know, Pornhub queue might be worse than my own. Also, <laughs> don't look at my keywords. Yeah. Never, do, you mm. you will it will change the way you view me. Good God, yeah. Um, so yeah, this this uh, blog post is definitely uh, something that uh, might shock people, might disgust people, might arouse certain people, and those people, um, please never send me anything on uh, Facebook. Word. Yeah, I'd rather not receive that. But um, it's written by a guy named uh, Faisal Muhammad. Uh, who uh, works, I guess, at the University of Johannesburg in the Department of Humanities, and he's an advocate of social and human rights, and he wrote a blog post and actually like a uh, an academic... Um, he's, he's, doing, he's a research associate on an academic article about the paternal therapeutic masturbation of a disabled son and sexual assistance campaign. He's actually mm. writing an academic thesis on this. Uh, but anyway, this blog post, he uh, posted on his personal blog, uh, whyimasturbatemyson.blogspot.co.uk. Apparently, whyimasturbatemyson.com was taken. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, I took, I took that one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway, he talks about how uh, he has a profoundly disabled son who's afflicted with like severe cerebral palsy. And he talks about um, helping the kid release his sexual feelings. And uh, and he talks about uh, whether about masturbating his son, and you know I, it's a good read, people. It's a good Sunday morning read if uh, you want to check something out. But uh, 
he said, and he has reasons for, for for writing this blog. I think my favorite thing about the blog are the comments at the end of it, which uh, we may have to read a few of these. Um, but he says his story begins nearly 30 years ago when my wife, in parentheses, now ex-wife, yeah. no shit, <laughs> um, gave birth to a wonderful baby boy named uh, Mustafa. And then he said their bubble of joys and feelings were shattered when they later learned that Mustafa is inflicted with a serious neurological disturbance known as profound cerebral palsy. I guess it's called like PIMD, hmm. profound intellectual and multiple disability. He can't uh, walk or sit. He's uh, bedridden. Uh, he can't understand or verbally communicate through any language. Pretty fucked up kid. Right. And, uh, and now he's like, you know, almost uh, 20 years old. So... I imagine what happens is that they start having sexual feelings at that point. Yeah. And so he's in a, he has a bit of a conundrum here. Uh, what to do about it. And so, you know, it's interesting because it made me think of um, this guy I work with who, uh, I don't know him that well, but you know, I've, I've chatted with him a couple of times, older guy, and he's got like pictures of his kids on his desk. You know, it's weird when people do that. Don't you think it's weird when people do that? When they have pictures of their kids on their desk? I no, just, it's I, not weird. Everybody does that with kids. I don't think you should decorate your office cubicle with personal effects. You can get fired at any time. Wow. So you should have a box. Like, if you look at my desk at work, mm. it's just a computer that they've given me and a pen. That's yeah. it. There's nothing. And that's why it's like some people you'll see, like, especially when you work in like a entertainment industry, people make games and things like that. It's like they have like little bobbleheads and fucking figurines all over their fucking and desk. Coffee mugs that say world's greatest lover and whatnot. Exactly. Right. You know, it's just, it's weird to me. And so like this guy, he's got like pictures of his kids. It's like his family and all this stuff. So what are you supposed to like in the, you know, while you're, while you're chained to your desk, you know, with a fucking servitude because you have to support your family. Now you got to look at them and be like, oh, well, great. You're the reason I'm here. Yeah. Because if you don't, then, That's supposed to give then you, you end up like me, right? <laughs> what did you have on your desk when last time you had a job? I actually had a bobblehead of me <laughs> that they had given me. Like they, like the company gave them to, to my team. But they made a, a bobble. Did they actually look like you? No, because they were all made by people in China that had never seen white people before. So they looked like a, looked like a weird Asian version of me. That's weird. Yeah, it was bizarre. That's pretty it was weird. really strange. Yeah. And that was it? That's the only thing you had on your desk? No, I had papers everywhere, all sorts of nonsense. Well, I mean, I can understand yeah. having a fucking stapler in mm. your work papers or something. But... I had one of those psychedelic cacti, you know? One Some people things. get all crazy. They have their whole desk yeah, all with all their fucking... Red and yellow cactus. Bric-a-brac and shit like that. Yeah. I don't get it. Or I love the people that have the new agey shit, like the fucking... What are those... Uh, Tibetan salt candle things. You know what I'm talking about? No. It's like a salt lamps that you, okay. you plug in. It's like supposed to emanate like positive ions. Never heard of it. Oh, yeah. There, no, okay. there's like women at work that's like, okay, now I have to go over the new age cubicle. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? You said new age. I thought you meant that thing where it's like, where the pin, they have a bunch of pins and then you could put your hand in it. and then. It oh, yeah. Like you hand. see people that have yeah. that too. Because I always put, end up putting my face in it. You know, and then I make up <laughs> and just leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, this guy has pictures of his kids. Fine. A lot of people do that when they have kids, or they have like a big screensaver of their baby eating or something. It's like, come on, I don't <laughs> want to fucking see that. You ever but, see the people with the with the digital frames? Uh, yeah, the they keep changing yeah, the pictures. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, this guy's kids, though. I mean, one kid's kind of normal looking. The other one 
looks like a fucking Halloween decoration. Mm. I was just like, there's something seriously wrong with that kid. Right. And uh, obviously, you're not going to bring it up. You, would you want to talk about it? And people try to tell you that there's a God. But, like, <laughs> there's a lot of evidence that there isn't. I mean, I don't know, know what, I don't know what's, what's wrong. If it's his yeah. sperm or it's his wife's egg. Something created that, that uh, um, aberration of nature. But anyway, it's his kid. Whatever. It's fine. I don't want to talk about it. But it's, sometimes it's inevitable. Like, you know, I, like, was sitting there and I'm like, oh, so what are you up to this weekend? He's like, oh. Um, we're taking, I forget the kid's name, Timmy. We're taking Timmy to get a belt. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, for the whole weekend. He's like, oh, it's, and you could hear the hardship in his voice. He's like, it's, it's like an all day thing, man. You know, we got to like get him ready to go bathe him. You got to lift him up and you got to put him in the van and then you take him to the mall. And, and right now, you know, he's like, he's about 22 and he's going through changes, you know, as, as, as a, as a young boy does, or as a boy does, as he becomes a man, he starts feeling feelings he's never felt before. And so when he sees women, he gets really excited. And so it's hard for us to restrain him. And I'm just thinking like, what why are you bringing this thing in public? You know, that'll teach you to ask a fucking question. Well, I, well all I said Jesus. was like, how are you doing? <laughs> and so he's like, tell me this story. And I'm just like, looking at him like, Oh man. And then he's like, ah, it's no big deal. What are you doing over the weekend? I'm like, ah, I'm just going to probably watch a movie. Maybe about like a young boy who loves a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just sitting there like, what the fuck? Anyway, I was thinking it's the same kind of thing. That guy that I work with is in the same situation as this guy. You know, his kid is probably can never live independently. Yeah. His kid's obviously having sexual impulses. So what do you do? So anyway, getting back to this story, this guy said, uh, you know, his kid is surprisingly healthy other than the fact is an IQ well below, he has an IQ well below 20 Mm. and is bedridden, cannot walk or sit or use like any or have any motor skills. Uh, But he, uh, he makes variety, a variety of sounds to communicate different feelings. So he's obviously sentient, you know, of course. Right. Um, so anyway. <laughs> What's the matter um, with you? Well, well, so he's entirely dependent on his father yeah. for like daily care, safety, nurture, all that. And so he noticed that his kids started having like sexual feelings because while he's like washing his kid or doing whatever, his kid's getting erections. And he says no, this is causing him anxiety. So he's like at a crossroad. He's like, well, how do I deal with this? What am I supposed to do? So he started researching it, and a lot of professionals say that, you know, the practical advice given is that masturbation could be a self-practice thing or provided by a partner, or, or if that's not possible, a sexual therapist or a sex worker. And that's the best way for profoundly disabled, mentally disabled people to deal with sexual impulses. Sure. So then he's, he's thinking, it's like, okay, well, this kid can't practice self-masturbation. He's never going to have a partner. So now he's like, the only alternative is therapeutic masturbation or through, through like a sexual therapist or a sex worker. Yeah. But so that's the so thing. So what, it's he's like, too fucking cheap to get a sex worker? For well, God's sake? Well, that's a, he says he's in South Africa. Yeah. So the problem is sex work's illegal in South Africa. Mm. And it's, you know, it's probably yeah. additional financial. It, yeah. That could it's be illegal, cheap. It's illegal everywhere, guys. You know? Yeah, but I mean, do they have like, don't they have uh, sex surrogates here? Like people that like sexual therapists that will come over and you can have sex with They're them. They're not supposed to actually have sex with you. you that, so you're not supposed illegal. to have sex with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's illegal. So what about if you They're get a nurse? not really strongly enforced. So if you hire a nurse, she's not allowed to provide any, uh, you know, any release here? 
No. Hmm. I mean, she, so, she, she might. You never know. People are up for stuff. How many sex workers do you know that would do this? Do you know? I mean, I mean the ones, the ones I know, the price is right. Fucking do any goddamn thing. You know? Do you think you're? Paying- the problem is, is you know, they just they'd also probably rob you. You know, <laughs> like, well, that's the thing. That's it's the, like, you're not you know, going to leave them alone. Yeah. yeah. And how so. do you even broach a topic? Like, do you just hire a sex worker, have her come over and be like, okay, well, the thing is, you're not going to be masturbating me. This is the twist. I told you there's a twist. Yeah. You're going to be masturbating. They're probably used to twists. You know? I guess. I mean, yeah. there's some surprises, but I, I don't know. And do you explain this to the pimp and ask him who he recommends using? Right. I would love to hear that conversation. <laughs> well, so it's probably I mean, like, it's difficult. It's probably like the twist probably happens a lot where it's like, you know, she gets there and the guy's there and he's like, okay, so there's a twist here. This is actually for my wife. And my wife is actually a wild boar. You know, like there's, there's always a thing. I'm sure that's always the case, you know. You know, I, I imagine a lot of sex workers, if the, if the yeah, if the money's right, I think I'm sure they're willing to do whatever. Yeah. But I wonder how what what do you think that's like? How much money do you think we're talking about here to jack off a disabled kid? Depends on what part of downtown you're going to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So I mean, I could be a hundred. Could be a hundred. When I worked you know? at the strip club, I, it's actually a, a story in my book called uh, "Doug the Retard." It was about this guy who. He was, he had full cognitive functioning, but his body, like, uh, he got in a car accident. He had, like, some major spinal damage. And I, I don't think, he, I think he was completely incontinent. He always smelled like shit. It was awful. <sighs> and not to mention, he just had a, a horrible personality. He wasn't mm. pleasant to be around. But anyway, the, he would, girls would hang, you know, for six hours. He would pay them. And at the end, they'd get, like, 1200 bucks. But they'd have to, like, feed him. And they'd have to hear him have diarrhea in his under, in his, like, his depends. I mean, it was a hor- it was a horrific ordeal. But they were willing to do it because at the end, they are getting, like, 1200 bucks. Sure. So that's why I'm wondering how many girls or sex workers would be like, hey, I could do this. I mean, if it's a real quick rub and tug. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you're on food stamps. Could you do it? <laughs> I could. You you could go and jack off a disabled kid. Oh, he's a guy. <laughs> First of all, he's a guy. He's of age, right? Well, yeah, tw- this kid's yeah. like 20. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, the price is right. <laughs> I do it. All right, so what if it was 50 bucks? Would you do it for that? No. Are you talking? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, 200 bucks. Nah, it'd have to be a little more. Because it's a little out of my comfort zone. You know, it's not like I do this a lot. You know? Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. I, don't, I could do it, dude. There's no way. I just, I wouldn't even know what to, I don't, I, yeah. I would be so freaked I'm out. I'm very good at compartmentalization. <laughs> I guess in your mind, you're like, it's better than driving for fucking Lyft. Yeah, yes it is. <laughs> Once again, you should put 500, up a, <laughs> like five hundred. You know, maybe. Once again, you should put up a Craigslist ad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Uh, Getting back to this. I, so, I, you know, now that I think about it, I do. <laughs> I do need the semen of a of a of a disabled man for my magic. So, you know, I'm, maybe a little less money. Harrison, <laughs> the enabler of the handicapped. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so anyway, he's saying sex work's illegal in South Africa and probably costs a little bit too much. And I imagine mm. it'd be difficult to find, although I bet you there's a lot of sex workers in South Africa to be willing to do this. You know, I mean, he could fly you over there, but that's going to cost a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, so he says he remembers, the, and he describes in detail, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but he says he remembers the first day he applied therapeutic quote masturbation to my son it felt completely natural yeah i'm sure it's natural <laughs> as i already had a deep sense of intimacy with my son's body through the process of ma- massaging him bathing him changing his diapers cleaning touching his genitals and other private parts so he said masturbation was just a natural extension of what he was already doing and that his son expressed such a sense of relief and delight and happiness that he thought you know this is what i should have been doing all along now okay you could masturbate <laughs> Someone else's disabled kid, but could you do your own? No, because, and I'll tell you why. Because if I were in that position, <laughs> if I was the kid, you know, and they were like, look, you can, you can either never get to have any kind of sexual release uh, or you can have one of your parents fucking jerk you off, I'd be like, you know what? I'm good. I, I, I'll just I'll opt out of this whole sex thing. Well, that's, that's the other thing, too. It's like, yeah. I bet you that's why his wife left him, because he was like, he probably brought this up and was like, you should do it because you're a woman. And he, she was like, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. And left him the next day. Right. But yeah, I mean, I if I were him, I would have been like, you know, I would be like, we're going to have to rock, paper, scissors this thing. Right. Because, <laughs> because I'm not going to voluntarily go in there and jack off my kid. Yeah. I You know, I don't know. I I. I wouldn't be able to do it. I thought it's not the worst thing in the world to go without sex, you know. No, and and that's I've the thing, it. and it's like, and not to mention, this kid already is so disabled mentally. Mm. Do you really think it's going to cause that much harm that he never has any sexual release? It's like yeah. he doesn't, he can't even conceive of what sex is. So why not just be like, okay, sorry. I thought they actually did. Did they do like chemical castration or something? I think God was already like, okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I think he covered it, you know? But don't, yeah. don't they do that? Don't they do like, uh, can't you give them like a pill or something and their genitals shrivel or? Chemical castration? I thought they did something like that. They do it for, don't they do it for pedos in uh, prison? They do sometimes, yeah. So I'm surprised they don't do this for like profoundly disabled people. I'm sure you could probably request it. I guess, from yeah. A I guess now we're getting into whole eugenics territory, you are. aren't we? You All tend right. to do that. You tend to go there. That's a gray area. Yeah. We probably should avoid it. Anyway, let's get back to jacking off your disabled son. So, <laughs> uh, so after he do- he had done this, this was like a normal thing. And I imagine his wife was like, "I am out of here after this." She's probably out of here after he uh, after a year of doing this. He decided to publicly pronounce the action. So I think that's when he wrote this blog. So I think after he publicly started speaking about it, she was probably like, I'm out of here. That's yeah, the last straw. That's pretty, yeah. Because, I mean, could you imagine if, like, you, you know, your your grandson was this kid, and then your, your, your son is sitting there talking to you about it. Like, yeah, you know, it's tough having to deal with him, but I masturbate him once a week. I would be like, what are you talking about? That'd be a tough thing to, that'd be a tough thing to even think about. And is that illegal in South Africa? Because masturbating just like, your kid. There you go. There's the indictment. You know, you got it all on Blogspot. How do you? <laughs> right. You know, I don't know. Hmm. He says he felt as a. This is how he justified it. As a parent, I had the fundamental right to positively influence my son's sexual development, and as a father who has been personally looking after his son's health and interests since birth, I could not ignore his sexuality. Hmm. That's where I have an issue. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't think it would matter one way or another. The kid's still going to be retarded. Yeah. So just let him be retarded and that you don't have to have the mental trauma of jacking <laughs> off your kid. No, clearly this guy's fucking into it, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, I think this yeah. kid is into it. If you start a blog spot about anything, you're into that thing. You know? I wouldn't even want to look through this guy's right. keywords on Pornhub. Could you imagine? No. Yeah. No. And so anyway, he was talking about how when he initi- the initial reaction of public was one of shock and disgust, but he hopes eventually they'll be able to realize that he really deeply cared for his son. Hmm. So I, I don't know. And so anyway, if you look at the comments and the comments on this, it's, there's a couple of people who are like, you're one of the most strong, you know, the most strong individuals I've ever heard of or ever read about. And then I would say all the other 90% of the comments were like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, I think I, my favorite one is like, this is the gayest thing I ever read. And yeah. some other guy was just like, if you think this is gay, yeah. <laughs> that's like the first of your problems. Yeah, um, yeah you're not going to find much sympathy on Reddit when you take a topic like that. To no, no. But I felt like on Sick and Wrong, this is something that uh, bears discussion. So, so there you go. I guess uh, what you found out now that uh, you can hire Harrison to jack off your disabled kid. <laughs> but it's going to cost you probably over 250 bucks. I mean, look, I ain't signed a contract yet. <laughs> I'm just saying I'd consider it. That's all I said. <laughs> I'd consider it. <laughs> It's doable. You know what I mean? Odd jobs. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Uh, people, this is episode 606 here of uh, Sick and Wrong. Uh, we have news stories coming up next, and we have uh, phone calls after that. But first, here's a word about our lovely Patreon page. Do you need more Sick and Wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. All right, so the first story we got here came in from Sam. He says... I found D's costume this year. Yeah, you know, I, I was tempted. I was tempted. When I read it, I was like, ah, oh, I'm very tempted to do this, but I don't know how well it would go over. Plus, I don't know how many people would recognize it. Uh, Anne Frank children's costume wasn't just for Halloween, says company. Huh. Um, I think what else also, was it for? Uh, swinger parties. Okay. <laughs> I know you got yeah. Nazi fetish. Strip clubs. Yeah. I know you have a Nazi fetish, yeah. but that, does it extend into like, you know, uh, I guess Holocaust victims as well? Like, no. like, a, like a sexy girl wearing striped pajamas. No. Doesn't, yeah, you, doesn't, that wouldn't do it? Doesn't do it for So me. it's mostly the Nazi uniforms. That yeah. Does it for you. Okay. So uh, a girl wearing a sexy Anne uh, Frank outfit. Uh, offering to, to jerk me off for extra rations. No, that doesn't do anything for me. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh, children's Halloween costume representing Holocaust victim Anne Frank has been pulled from online retailers after receiving widespread condemnation from Jewish groups and others. Hmm. Well, there's a big surprise. Yeah. I figure uh, I figured, I figured there might be a couple people out there. It's like, ah, it's not a big deal. But no, it was a big deal. Okay. Yeah, the uh, World War II Anne Frank girls costume did not go over well 
with the internet. Yeah. People are way too sensitive these yeah, days for that. I mean, whatever. It, so it features a blue button-up dress, a green beret, and a brown shoulder bag, reminiscent of the kind of clothing that might be worn by a young girl during World War II. And it should uh, an and image of a smiling Bieber, child model. And a Justin Bieber pin on the, uh, on the yeah, back. Yeah, a little Bieber pin. Yeah. Um, you'd think it would have, like, the diary or something. Yeah, you'd have to, for it to really work, you'd have to carry around the diary and would have to say diary in big letters on the front of it. Yeah. Then I'd know who then the fuck I could you see. are. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like this, I would just think, I don't know, are you just trying mm. to be like, are you in like Oliver Twist or something? Right, no, yeah. I don't know. Because um, Jewish girls don't actually really look like that anymore. They don't really look like Anne Frank anymore. You know? No, like the, you mean, are you talking about the picture that's on the diary with yeah. like the black hair, just yeah. kind of smiling? Uh-huh, with, that, with the kind of facial structure. A lot of old Jewish women look like that, though, My when they My Bubby looked like that when she was younger, but they, I, I'm saying Jewish girls now, they don't look like that. I, I blame the Kardashians for that. Yeah, me too. Because now I it's like, you know. I blame them for a lot. Yeah, they're all Jewish American princesses. They, they're already getting plastic surgery by the age of six. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, implants and, and, and whatnot. They're not going to look like a natural girl who is hiding in a closet for two years, you know? Um, and so they, they showed the picture of this uh, child, like an image of a smiling child model with her hand on her waist, hmm. you know, with it, which is weird because Anne Frank, yeah, she's smiling in that picture, but I don't think she smiled all that often. Probably. She so? was kind of a wise, Weisenheimer, you know? You what, you say she's a Weisenheimer because she could like read and write? No, because if you read the book, she just yeah, kinda, she did wisecrack. Yeah, she's doing yeah, yeah. yeah. I always wondered. Yeah, I always wondered about that. Um, I remember uh, if you're, but do you ever when you were in Amsterdam? Did you go to uh, the Anne Frank house? I've never been to Amsterdam. You've never been to Amsterdam? No, that's bizarre. Because whenever somebody's like, "Do you want to go to Amsterdam?" I'm like, "I don't smoke pot, so I don't, I don't want to deal with whatever the hell you're gonna do." You, you like know? sex workers? No, I don't like. Buying, I don't hire them, so well, that's true. I just happen to be friends with a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> it you know? is Amsterdam's a place you, regardless of whether or not you yeah. smoke pot, it's a cool city just money to check for out. Shit. Um, yeah, but yeah, I remember uh, we were there for like a week because mm. this is like when I was like 21, I think, because we do smoke a lot of pot, and it was like, oh, we got to go to Amsterdam because you can smoke weed everywhere. And at that time, I think that was the only place. That you could do that. Right? Yeah, it was. And like, uh, what was this? Probably 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we went there and I thought it would be really funny to eat it, but they sold space cakes, they called it, which is just edibles. I was like, we should all eat two space cakes a piece and go to the Aunt Frank house. And I thought it'd be really funny. Mm-hmm. So uh, we ended up going. <laughs> You're only like the 600,000th person to have that idea. That, that, yeah. 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 But I wonder how many people actually did it. Okay. So we actually did it, and I paid for everybody. It was just the three of us, and I paid for us all to go in. And uh, my friend just kept kept like doing an an impersonation of her voice, like mm-hmm. "It's so dark in this closet, Papa." Yeah, yeah. Or the, the, what eventually got me was uh, so it's Anne Frank. It's not even her original house. It's like they, I think, her real house is like a block away, and they like manufactured this house to look like her house. Huh? And then right next door is a fucking Rum Runners. What's that? It's like a fucking bar, like a, a, oh. a douchey Olive Garden type of place. Hmm. It's like a chain bar. And so I don't know if it's still there, but this is at the time. And so anyway, uh, I remember my friend was just, my friend Kessler, he was just like, Papa, can I go to Rum Runners? I just want a, some butterscotch schnapps. Yeah. And he's like, God damn it, girl. Hmm. And so then I, I started laughing and he started laughing and then fucking security like 
just Bruce was like, you're out of here. Mm. And then my other friend P-Town was all like, I'm not with these people. I'm just walking over there. Right. But I mean, that, that must happen a lot. You're in Anne Frank's house. And that no one has humor about Anne Frank. No, they don't. It's sacred. She had humor. That's you know, the thing. She's in an attic. She's fucking writing jokes for Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel. That's what, that's know, what I'm saying. It's like people had this yeah. like outrage because of it. But I bet you if you were wearing, if you were wearing like a gender bender Anne Frank outfit, I bet you people would think it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, would I, I could pull that off. <laughs> I could pull a lot of stuff off that no, nobody else can. So, yeah. I think you could do it. Mm-hmm. You should do that or Klaus know me. Okay. You know, either one. Well, yeah, you told me, I told you what I want, want to do. But I don't have the effort to pull off. I Zy- forget what was it. Zyklon B Arthur. Oh, Zyklon B Arthur. That's, that. That's what I. That's what you should yeah. do. Actually, that's a yeah. great. That's a great costume. All I have is the wig, and it's not even that good of a wig. You know. Zyklon B a, Arthur. Yeah, like I feel like if I put on the wig, I just look like Carol Burnett and Mama's Family. I wouldn't look like B Arthur. Could you just you know? get a uh, a gas canister and have it like an empty canister? Have it look like a uh, Zyklon B. Oh, like Wear hanging that around, around your my neck. neck. Oh yeah. my God, that's a fucking good idea, dude. And then just get like an you old lady dress from idea. Goodwill. Yeah. And you have a silver wig. Now you're cooking with fucking gas here. I'm good at this because yeah. I put together my costume this week. I'm going to uh, werewolf bar mitzvah. Yes, yeah. So, which is pretty simple. Mm, right. Just uh, all I need is a werewolf mask. Yeah. Um, You should do it. Cyclone B. Arthur. I think I like and that better talit, than Anne Frank. And a fucking talit, you know? I do. I have a yeah, talit and yeah. a, uh, a yarmulke. All right, good. And I'll be mm. werewolf bar mitzvah. All right. Spooky scary. Uh, the costume's priced at $25 here um, for the Anne Frank outfit. Uh, the company that owns, it's called uh, HalloweenCostumes.eu and Fun.com, which I'm amazed they were able to get that. Fun.com? Yeah. They probably have why I masturbate my son.com. They're getting all those dot coms early. You know, they're but early do they in have, the game. But do they have dot biz? That's the question. That's a good that's a good mm. question. Yeah. Why I masturbate my son dot biz. That should be your site because yeah. it's a business. All right, yeah. <laughs> you get hired out. <laughs> um, they withdrew the costume from their websites and apologized for any offense caused. Uh, people on Twitter were calling it inappropriate and offensive. Uh, Anne Frank, as you know, became a symbol of resilience and hope amid the Holocaust after the diary she kept while hiding from the Nazis was posthumously published. Um, Is there anything that people on Twitter don't find inappropriate or offensive? Isn't that the whole fucking point of Twitter is for people to find things inappropriate and offensive? It should just be called, you know, the the bitch network because that's all people do is they whine and they, they bitch on Twitter. But that's just how people are these days. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, the family lived in a cramped annex with others fleeing the Nazis for two years while Anne chronicled their life of hiding in her diary. Uh, eventually, uh, their hideout was betrayed and they were sent to Auschwitz. Um, Lillian it was Black, later uh, adapted to television. Uh, and she, a, little, a little TV show you might know is Clar- Clarissa Explains It All. Clarissa Explains It All. And, and I don't think go. I've seen that. Yep. But, uh, wow. There you go. That's pretty cool. Full of useful facts. Uh Lillian Black is the chair of the Leeds-based Holocaust Survivors Friendship Association, also known as the HSFA. You ever heard of them? Uh, no. Their mixers are wild. Okay. Yeah. They always end up with a seven-hour dogging session. Yeah. <laughs> um, she said... Yeah, yeah that's, you know, like that time I ran a train on fucking Wiesenthal. <laughs> you know? Come on, guys. Please. Uh, there have been a number of these costumes being created for Halloween... I do not know where people are in their heads to think that the Holocaust is something that's amusing. There's nothing funny about this at all. 
I really hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Me too. You yeah. Because she probably doesn't. It's the last thing we need. She doesn't do dogging. No. I, I don't think so. That was inappropriate. A spokesperson for fun.co.uk apologized for the uh, Anne Frank costume and said the company sold a number of historical-themed outfits. Uh, they say they, we, we take feedback from customers very seriously, and we pass the feedback along regarding this costume, and it's been removed from the website at this time. Hmm. Um, however, some other sites, people on Twitter found, there are other sites that were uh, still selling the Anne Frank costume, but now they call it the 1940s wartime fancy dress outfit or World War II evacuee costume. Because <laughs> you're never going to know that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, they had a note, though. If you look at it, you could still get the World War II evacuee costume, which is exactly the same as the Anne Frank costume. But there's a note to the customers. They say, this costume has received attention in the news recently because it could be worn to represent Anne Frank. Well, the original intent of this costume is to represent British children, such as Lucy from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. We've been selling it for years to both kids who want to wear it for their book reports on the Narnia books or on Anne Frank's important diary. So was Lucy being evacuated to Narnia? Is that what they're saying? <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? She says, alongside our Harriet Tubman, Amelia Earhart, and Laura Ingalls Wilder-inspired costume, this costume gives girls one more option of an iconic woman they can emulate on their school's Heroes in History Day. What is the Amelia Earhart costume? Like a skeleton with aviator goggles? What the fuck is that? You know? Yeah, I'm wondering what other costumes yeah, do they yeah, have uh, here? Like Helen Keller? Right. The Lindbergh baby? How about their JonBenet Ramsey? I'm, I'm sure that one, she, she's an icon there. That's a big seller. Yeah. What about Adam Walsh? That would work. Who? Remember that kid? Are you talking about John Walsh's son? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With detachable head. Wow. Yeah. Wow, man. You went there. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know. Okay. You know, they, they might as well. They have Anne Frank. That guy will beat you like an animal. He probably is not a fan of the show either. No, he's probably not. Uh, they say that they understand the impacts greater than the intent and welcome their feedback on the right wording to use to express the purpose of this costume more clearly. Well, World War II evacuee costume, I don't think is the right way to go here. Just lie. Just say it's a World War II costume. That's yeah. it. That's all you got to say. Anyway, what do you have here for a second story? So, uh, the father of a new... And this was sent in uh, by my boy, Zach. Zach. Uh-huh. The father of a newborn baby girl was charged with selling heroin in the maternity ward at Excella Health Westmoreland Hospital just feet away from the infant. Wait, wait. So he just went to a maternity ward and was just dealing heroin? Or was he actually there because his wife had a baby? He was there because his wife had a baby. God, do you think there's a time and place to sell drugs? Uh, you might think so. But I mean, look, look he could have at least just gone into the parking lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, go outside. Meet the Custies, you know, uh, in a lot. What an opportunist. So, Cody R. Hulse, 25, of Latrobe, Pennsylvania, was arraigned Friday on charges of possession of heroin uh, and a bunch of other charges related to that uh, and endangering the welfare of children filed by Greensburg police. Well, that seems to be a bit of a stretch. It's not like he was shooting the kids up. Was he dealing to them? No. No, see, that's what I'm saying. He wasn't selling it to the baby, you know? I mean, if he was I mean, selling you gotta it to the baby, you got to get young, but not yeah. that young, right? I mean, come on. He's an enterprising young drug dealer, this guy. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when officers confronted Hulse in his girlfriend's room Thursday, just hours after the baby's birth, he admitted selling heroin to people who visited him at the hospital. 
Police confiscated 34 stamp bags of heroin uh, and multiple hypodermic needles he was carrying. All right. Mm-hmm. 34 bags. It's a lot of heroin. So he was getting high on his own supply. Wow. 34. Eh, it's not that much heroin if you're a dealer, you know? Do you think... I, I know they give you... Uh, they give you um, painkillers when you're having the child. Don't they give you like a spinal tap or something like that when when you're something like having that. a kid? Yeah. Do you think if you're just like just high on heroin, just like you just you know did a bunch of smack, you could have that kid and not even know? Oh yeah. You think so? The kid yeah. just slip right out and you had no idea where you were. Dude, I was once so fucking high on heroin, my young in my youth, that I fell asleep. Standing up at a Guar concert. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you get wake, woken up because you got sprayed with a bunch of like monster cum or something? No, I, I, I kind of just, you know, snapped out. I was just like, whoa. And I'm just like, Jesus just Christ. just nodded off. I just nodded out while standing. Because you got to be really high to do that normally. At a Guar at concert. At a Guar concert. No less. Yeah. Yeah, you must have been fucked up. I was fucking fucked wow. up, man. Let me tell you. So, uh, <clears throat> this affidavit says you had needles in there. You were selling drugs in there, all with a newborn baby in the room. This is very disturbing, uh, said District Judge James Albert. This is what he told him in court. You know, I have an issue myself with drugs, heroin. I really didn't want to bring it in, Hulse said. As Albert contemplated the amount of bond, Hulse asked him to consider that he is a new father and has a full-time job at a lumber company. When Albert set bond at $100,000 cash, <laughs> Hulse lowered his head and muttered, This is ridiculous. <laughs> is he still going to have a new job at the lumber company after this? Probably not. Probably not, Because, yeah. you know, headline. I imagine. You just, yeah. When you get arrested, you want to get arrested in the least interesting possible way. Yeah, just you something know, completely boring. And then, I mean, this is going to get this went viral. Yeah, we're talking about it on the, on the podcast. We're talking about it. Yeah, do you see a picture of this guy? Yeah, he looks like the dude from Maroon Five. He does. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like tattoos, like a really hip tattoo. He's all cut, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and the, the one picture they posted of him, yeah. he's like got like a six pack, and he's yeah. like probably it's probably from his Tinder profile. Yeah, it's his it's his Tinder uh, torso <laughs> torso uh, pic. So. I mean, fucking a. Uh, what ha- how this happened is officers were led to Hulse after a traffic stop on uh, North Main Street where people had drug paraphernalia in plain view in the front seat. Um, there were several stamp bags of heroin in the car labeled Final Call. Hmm. Yeah. It's a very ominous name for a bag of heroin. They always have bags like that. Yeah, but Final Call? Like, I'd think, yeah. okay, this is probably going to be really strong. I might die. Like, Body- It's weird. Body bags. That's another name that's rather ominous. That was the one that you know it's good. If you get body Body bags, bags? it's the bomb. Yeah. God, why don't they just call it coffin? I mean, that's what you're in the, you know what I mean? That's what you're in the market for. Death powder. Either you don't care about death or you just think it will never happen to you, right? Because you know what you're doing. Yeah, but like acid, they never called it with such ominous names. It was always like, you know, Alice in Wonderland or or uh, it was like the rainbow acid and things <laughs> like that. It's like heroin. It's like, okay, let's just put like yeah. black death on it. Yeah. And it's it had like a skull on the stamp, <laughs> you know, it was great. Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
Talk about marketing. Branding, yeah. Um, the people in the traffic stop who have not been charged um, said they had just purchased the heroin in the hospital maternity ward from oh, a man God. named Cody. Because this is what happens. Your customers get picked up. This is why white, white people are so fucking shitty at selling drugs. They're the worst. Because they're just like, yeah, I'll give you the drugs directly, and I don't even know you that well, and come meet me in this weird place. Where, yeah, that, that's you know, what I'm saying. No discretion. Yeah. It's like... And that's another thing too. With this guy had to have been fucked up on his own supply because it sounds like his judgment's impaired. But I imagine like why your wife's having a baby, maybe wait a half an hour or tell the person texting back and say, "Hey, meet me here in an hour." Yeah, that's like why would you tell them to come to the fucking maternity ward to get drugs? But I gotta say, this is like the dealer. This is like the dealer from heaven. You know, the guy <laughs> always like, working, always working. Even at his, the fucking his girlfriend just gave birth. He's like, "Come on in, I got your shit." You know? I remember uh, my friend Kessler telling me this really long story about it took him three hours to get heroin on Christmas Eve mm. at like midnight on Christmas Eve in right. New York City. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah," he goes, "No one's working," and then he found the one guy mm. who was still working, still awake, and ready to go. And it's just like, what the fuck? There must be always somebody. Yeah. Like, at any time, they could uh, get you heroin. Oh, yeah, man. You yeah. know, 9-11, I picked yeah, up. 9-11? You I got... <laughs> picked up on 9-11, yeah. Um, it, you know, you got dedicated people. I mean, because I used to have dealers where it's like you, you get a, in a long relationship with them where you're seeing them for a year, over a year. Well, yeah, you're probably seeing them almost yeah. every day. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, I remember I, got, I went to his son's uh, first communion, you know? Uh, <laughs> Wait, to get drugs or yeah. did you go there to support him? A little bit of both. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> <So> congratulations. <laughs> family friend. But congratulations. Yeah. Mazel tov. I, of course, there to get drugs. Yeah. And then uh, another dealer I had, yeah, his son's a birth. It was his daughter's birthday or something. <laughs> went to that, you know? <laughs> I had dinner. You have dinner with the How family. How awkward is that? And the family, yeah. the family knows why you're there. Oh, yeah. 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 God, I mean, the weird. wife, at least, or the girlfriend or whatever the fuck, you know? Wow. But, uh, you know. These... Yeah, I mean, I guess you do. You do develop a pretty close relationship with this guy because you're seeing them every day. I mean, it's, you know, the Dominican dealers are very, they're, you know, they're very good people. They're very, it's a, it's a, it's a people-facing business, and they're great But these it. guys that look like uh, Adam Levine from Maroon 5. They're no good. Just don't even deal with it. I think as a, as a junkie, I think I would think twice about going into a hospital to get heroin. Maybe not if I'm, you know, if I'm going through withdrawal or something. But I think I would be like, can we meet maybe on the corner? Well, I mean, he, first of all, he's a dealer that's also a junkie, which is never a fucking yeah, good that's idea. Never a good it's always a bad idea. Uh, and then also, uh, you know, like you got to beware of that shit. Like, oh, let's not do this in a school zone because it's an extra fucking felony. You yeah, know? that's you another to thing too. Yeah, that kind of shit. You got to consider yeah. these things, guys. Please. So anyway, they uh, and then he deals with these guys. They leave. They don't even put their drugs in like a hiding place in their car. No. That's another thing I don't understand. No, just, just out throw in it plain on the seat. View. Yeah, like an idiot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, what I what I would do is always like I'd have it in my hand, and I'd be driving, and then so at the the moment's notice, I could just swallow it. Or you know? couldn't you? What I always used to do is just put in my my shoe or my sock. Because usually, like when it's on your person, mm. they're not searching you. They'll search your vehicle, but they don't usually typically search your search your person, unless you get arrested. I've seen people get their shoes searched. Really? Oh, like yeah. if uh, yeah. I mean I, I've seen it every time I pulled over or I've gotten pulled over, they would usually go through my car really thoroughly if they didn't find anything and be like, fine. Hmm. 
or maybe make me empty my pockets. Right, yeah. But I, I just have my sock. Well, generally, if you just if they're pulling you over right after a drug deal, they know you just fucking bought drugs. So they yeah. will fucking search you well, everywhere. These people, yeah. unless they were tailing them, they probably these people probably got high in the parking lot yeah, and were I'm driving sure like did. shit, and yeah. that's why they get pulled over. Yeah, that is why they got idiots. Yeah, there you go. So what happened to this guy? Uh, he's uh, hundred thousand dollar bond. He's being held in the county prison, and he's ordered to have no contact with the baby. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Uh, you know that baby's gonna end up being a stripper. Yeah. Is it a girl? They say if it's a girl or not. They didn't say. Is her name like Crystal or something? <laughs> Destiny. Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> Destiny with like two E's at the end or something. You know, like... <laughs> yeah, poor yeah. Destiny. Sure. She's going to be a stripper for sure. Uh-huh. Little daddy issues going on there. Mm-hmm. So the third story we got here uh, is about a triple murderer who uh, killed his wife by karate chopping her in the neck. Ooh. Yeah. Um, a husband accused of murdering his wife and two stepchildren broke down and admitting killing her in an interview with investigators. Uh, Luis Toledo, 35 years old, from Deltona, Florida. I knew this was a Florida story. Yeah. Uh, he claims his stepkids, uh, Thalia Otto and Michael Otto, ages eight and nine, who he raised with his wife, Yesenia Suarez, were murdered by his neighbor, Tyshawn Jackson. Hmm. So Luis is admitting to murdering his wife but the stepkids murdered by the neighbor. So he says. Okay. Neighbor denies this. He also alleges that uh, Jackson used an axe to murder the stepkids. Um, Why would the neighbor kill the fucking stepkids? I'll well, get to that in a second. Oh, okay, okay. He, he kind of... It, 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 he doesn't really state why the neighbor had murdered the stepkids. He just kind of was like... Sort of implied that he told him to take care of the stepkids. Mm. So maybe this guy was using some like artistic license or something. I was like, oh, take care means chop their heads off with an axe. I'm not sure. Uh, so uh, he broke down to investigators about 28-year-old Suarez, his, uh, his uh, wife, uh, who was allegedly having an affair and sought a divorce. As he said, it was an accident with my wife. He says he never meant to kill her. I got so tired of her grabbing at me. She fell down the floor looking at me. She couldn't breathe. He said he chopped her in the throat. She couldn't breathe. She's not breathing. And she died looking at him. Hmm. So I imagine I imagine he probably strangled her or maybe broke her windpipe. Can't you do that? And just You can. Her. Yeah. I remember when I took Taekwondo, there's like a move. They call it neck attack. Neck attack? Uh, that's what the guy called it. I don't know if it's actually called that. But it's basically just like a sideways karate chop to the side of the neck. The front side of the it just throat. crushes the trachea. It doesn't crush the trachea. It cuts off supply, blood supply to the brain. So the person usually passes out, but there's a decent risk of killing the person as well. Is this and the Vulcan neck pinch? No, it's not the Vulcan no. neck <laughs> pinch. Yeah, that's not a real thing. All right, uh, and this is and this is something they teach. They usually just say like for women, like if you're about to be raped. That's really the only time you should use, or if somebody's trying to kill you or something, then you can use that because there's a probably like a twenty percent chance you could kill the person with it. So if you're in a fight, you probably don't want to use that. No, not a, not unless you want to, you know, end up like in Con Air. Oh yeah, like yeah, Nicholas Con Cage. Air, same kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is that why he ended up getting uh, arrested? Was it a, was it a fight? He accidentally like, in, like yeah, he involuntary accidentally homicide killed, or something? Yeah, like manslaughter with his with his army ranger combat training. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the thing. Uh-huh. 
How many, were you like a brown belt in Taekwondo? Like, what were you? No, no. How far did you get? It was like the second one, the yellow belt. Or yellow something. belt? Yeah, yeah. How old were you? Like 16, 17? No, I was like, I was in college. You were in college taking yeah. Taekwondo? Yeah. yeah. Why would you do it in college? I don't know. Why not? I took Taekwondo when I was in like eighth grade. Yeah. That's when you take Taekwondo because you're a kid. Uh, you know what? Adults do fucking martial arts too, dude pedophiles do martial arts at that age that's not true i noticed that when i was in taekwondo there was like this really creepy mailman and it's like a bunch of like i don't know tweens yeah. take a taekwondo and this one 45 year old guy it's like what are you doing here yeah it was all college kids man i took it in college <laughs> all right there weren't any fucking children there did you do it for self-defense reasons or uh, did you want to like did you watch a movie or inspired by Just it to get out of my fucking house you know taekwondo why why would you take like guitar lessons or something I already took guitar lessons. <laughs> Fuck you. Did I did you break it already. any boards like it would like with your with your fist? Yeah. yeah. What so what made you quit? Um because I was like wasn't that into it and it's it's a lot of balance and I have like zero fucking balance. Hmm. You know? It's a lot of balance and I don't have it. So then I, I switched and I took Wing Chun in Chinatown. Um, Wing Chun, is yeah, that like it's, uh, a, it's a type of kung fu. Uh, is it Tai Chi? No. It's more like Kung Fu. It's, it's a type of Kung Fu, yeah. Were you Where, like really into Wu-Tang Clan? You're like, I need to like take up a martial art because of this? It just seemed like something good to do. It's like, go, I mean, it's no different than going to the gym. You know, you get no, your exercise about, It's in, the same kind of thing. It's just, it just requires a lot of discipline and shit. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. It's, Why it's you find this funny. so fucking funny? Because it's funny. Do so you take like ninja you? classes? No, because that doesn't exist. There are ninja classes. There are no ninja. Cl there were no ninjas. Okay, there's no historical proof that there were any ninjas ever. So I remember, any, anybody who claims to be teaching ninja shit is a fucking liar. I took unless taekwondo it's a rat, unless it's a talking rat, and then it's for for real. I took taekwondo like eighth grade, ninth grade, and then the summer after ninth grade, I quit because I started smoking weed, and I was like, this shit is gay. It's lame and it's gay. Okay. Everything was gay back then, mm. but Taekwondo was exceptionally gay. I don't know. I was just kind of like, I'd rather like fucking get high and listen to Pink Floyd. Uh-huh. I just came to that, that realization. So then I just stopped going. Right. Although, do you ever use any of the Taekwondo moves in a fight? Fuck no. Yeah. But I, I didn't take it for long enough to really, you know. You get good at it. Yeah. yeah. So. I always, okay. You know, if you only took it for a couple months, you probably yeah. did it for like the fitness part of it. I mean, but don't I you guess think some people do use it in a fight, but I mean, when you're in a fight, shit happens real fucking quick. You know what I mean? It's like jujitsu and wrestlers. And yeah. Those guys are good at that. But don't you think it's a little weird when you get a guy, you meet a guy who's like, you know, like 30 and it's like, I'm like a second degree black belt and I go all the time. And they still, like, I, I worked with a guy. He was like, he did take ninjutsu class. He went on ninjutsu retreats. Okay. And, uh, like, that's, he would, that's he, he would bunk, use the claws and whatever. all this stuff. Well, I don't yeah. know, but I mean, it was like a thing that they did up in, like, Seattle. He, like, went and did this and, like, was super into martial arts. And I was like, you're probably sober. And he was like, yeah, he was sober and a yeah. dad. Yeah. So it made sense. But yeah, I, was, I find it kind of creepy. When you meet a guy, it's literally like no different than old. going to the fucking gym. It's the same going shit. Going to the gym and running on a treadmill is totally different than like breaking boards and like. It's the same thing. <laughs> you know, it really is the same. It's the same thing as yoga. It's the same bullshit, dude. Yoga. Yeah. Yoga is totally different uh -huh. because there's girls wearing yoga pants. And most guys that go to yoga classes are there to try to pick up these women. That's not true. You're not picking up women at, at fucking Taekwondo, you're picking up children. Because that's the only people that are there. Guess what? You don't take classes with children. 
You you maniac. <laughs> That I've been to Taekwondo. Maybe a mission, you know, <laughs> whatever. All right. Okay. My, uh, the guy that was, uh, yeah. I, I read this years later because yeah. I remember I wanted mm. to go back and see this guy. His name was like, God, I want to say it was like Charlie something. Charlie, he was like an Olympic gold medalist, the guy that took the class. Big black guy, like bald black guy. He was, he was really good at uh, teaching a class. And I remember going back to try to find out like what happened to that old martial arts studio in Bay City, Michigan. And I went back there to go find it. It was closed down. I was like, oh, and I was asking people like, whatever happened to it? Dude got busted for pedophilia. Which guy? The, the guy running sensei it? guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's weird. Yeah. It's creepy. Well, the anecdotal evidence right there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, getting back to it here. Uh, this guy uh, gave her a chop in the throat. It definitely killed her. She couldn't. She, she died looking up at him. Um, he says that his marriage was spiraling out of control. And uh, he even installed a tracking device on his wife's phone. So he could read her messages. Okay. That's pretty weird. I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't know you could do that either. So you, is it an app or something? Yeah, it's probably going to be an app. God, that's yeah. weird. That takes some like uh, Mission Impossible type of thing. Like you got to no, get her phone. It takes Googling. Well, yeah, I guess. You but can, you got to like get her phone, yeah, know her password, her go yeah. in there and change it. Right. Uh, you know, install the software and then put the phone back in the right place. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that, you got some issues. Right. Definitely yeah, you some, definitely uh, got some issues. Yeah. Some insecurity there. Absolutely. You probably like take Taekwondo in like college. Um, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> he claims he went to his wife's workplace the day before the his family. He he claims disappeared. Mm-hmm. Family disappeared, uh, so he could confront her and her coworker, who he suspected she was having an affair with. This guy was out of his mind. Mm-hmm. He said he became very upset when they denied it, which I imagine that must have been extremely awkward. Like, I don't even know what you do about that. Yeah. Like if you like you never get in a fight at work, like a domestic dispute at work. Like have you ever seen that happen? Wait, it was at his job or her job? Her job. Okay. Like this crazy guy went and confronted her there. Huh. Like if I was if I was the wife, I'd be like, let's go talk about this outside, dude. You're insane. Um, he said after the fight, he was really upset, and he and he ended it by saying, "You and Kevin can have each other." And then he drove to the cemetery for a while. This is what he's telling investigators. Fucking Kevin. <laughs> he said he visited the cemetery where his parents were buried so he could reflect and think, and then he returned home and slept in his car. Who is he, Batman? <laughs> I was about to say, this guy is Batman. Who, Batman who sleeps in his car. He's karate chopping yeah. his wife in the throat, sleeps in his, his car. Going to his parents' grave. There's you know? nothing psychotic about this yeah, behavior yeah. whatsoever. Um, <laughs> he said he, he woke up. And his wife and children were gone. I went to the house, and the house was empty. Nobody was there. Okay. Yep. And so then the investigator was like, well, how did your children die? And so then he said that his neighbor was to blame for that. He hit them with an axe. He said he, after, uh, after the wife um, was accidentally killed, he said he invited his uh, friend over, his neighbor, to play video games. So the wife was accidentally killed, mm. so he invited his neighbor over to play video games. As you do. Yeah. yeah. And he said his stepchildren woke up and they saw their mother was murdered. Yeah. And so um, he asked Jackson to uh, just take the children away. And so uh, he, you know, I think he might have thought that, hey, I just asked him, like, this is a horrible scene. It's traumatizing. Take him to BR, you know, for a milkshake or some ice cream. Yeah. You know, Baskin Robbins. Or take him to McDonald's for the ball pit. Like something. Get them out of the house. Instead, he said Jackson apparently took the kids into the bathroom and uh, Toledo suddenly heard pow, 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 which you think was a gun, 
but uh, he followed Jackson in, and then he found him there standing with an axe. He struck the children with the axe. He said, I don't even know what side he hit them with. There's blood everywhere. So I'm surprised that an axe would make a noise like that. Yeah. That which is pretty strange. Hmm. Um, after the uh, tragic ordeal, Jackson helped him dispose of the bodies. He said uh, he uh, helped Jackson put Suarez, Suarez, his wife's body, in the trunk of her car. But Jackson said, don't worry, I'll deal with the children myself. Uh, prosecutors have previously stated that uh, Jackson played no role in the actual murders. And he's claiming this guy's out of his mind. Okay. So uh, I don't know what's happened to him. I mean, the guy obviously lied once. Now he's lying again. Who called the cops? Um, That's my you question. know, it doesn't say. Hmm. It does not say who called the cops. Hmm. I think he was a. I think what happened is they disposed the body, and then you know the wife was missing. So the the typical thing. Yeah. And someone's like, "Hey, we haven't found her in a long time," right. and then they ended up arresting the husband because obviously he's a psycho hanging out at the cemetery. Sure. Yeah. Like fucking Batman. Yeah. Um, he's currently on trial right now, and uh, the, the family uh, has the family and the jury has to listen to all these recordings of uh, when he's being interviewed by detectives. So. Mm. God damn. They keep asking him, do you know what happened to your family? And he says, I need rest. And then he pretends to sleep. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a way to evade questions or something. It's like, yeah, well, usually, I mean, you want to be a good neighbor. You know, if you go if you go over to your neighbor's house and there's a corpse there, and then the kids come down and you're like, hey, you look really tired. You want me to kill these kids for you? I'll just you chop know? them up with an axe. Want to do that? Or? Why not? Well, you that's know. the other thing too. Or I could jerk him off. You know, whatever, whatever you, whatever you're comfortable with. You know, a kid that's uh, got cerebral palsy. Let me, let me have a go at him. Yeah. Um, th- that's the thing that kind of sucks about that because you're, you're like kind of friends with the guy. Your neighbors, you know, you, mm. you don't know him that well, but your neighbors, whatever. And the guy's like, "Hey, can you come over for a second? Need some help? He go over there. Wife's choked out. Kids are murdered with an axe. What do you do?" That's why I feel bad for that Jackson guy. He's yeah. just like, okay, right now I'm stuck here. So yeah, it's a it's a terrible situation yeah. for all involved. Hmm. Anyway, people, send your story to podcasthotmail.com. Uh, we have phone calls coming up next. Three two three five two two four zero three two is that number. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey, sick and wrong listeners, this is Trucker Paul. I gotta tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I've bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, the first call we got here is from uh, you know that guy. We, I don't know why we call him the Batman guy. Oh, um, he kind of sounds like Batman. He says that. Yeah, I forget. He said. Uh, I guess uh, eventually we, or in the past, we called him a Batman villain. I think. Oh, okay. He's a Batman villain, but he's like the laziest Batman villain. I so I bet you this guy hangs out at cemeteries <laughs> just to reflect. <laughs> to reflect. He probably also uh, does Taekwondo. 
whatever. <laughs> yeah. So outrageous. Jesus Christ. All right. Here we go. Hey, it's a Batman villain. Um, I definitely don't have sweatpants on because I have more than $3 in the bank. And D, you don't own your own house. You're still renting, so you suck. Uh, I thought Jews were supposed to have more money. Harrison. Um, yeah, so um, he makes a good point. Yeah. <laughs> also, also that is a sore spot for D. I know it is. The fact yeah. that he doesn't own property. So Yeah, I, yeah. I suck. Yeah. Well, that, that's the one thing, though. I feel like people who live in California should get a pass on the owning property thing. Yeah. Because when do you when do you think you'll ever be able to afford a house? I've here? given up. I've yeah, given I've, up on ever owning property. I've completely yeah. given up too. I mean, yeah. it's like yeah. I mean, it, sure, it'd be fine if I could buy a house. I'd buy a house, but I don't want to live in fucking Michigan yeah. or fucking Ohio. I could afford a house in Ohio. I just don't want one. The baby boomers had their time. They yeah. consumed everything, and there's nothing left for us. You know, we are and and we are technically. I think we're you're still part of the same generation I am. Uh, we're part of the first generation in about 300 years that have less than the previous generation. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, they really do. There you go. You've been in the, the heroin game for a long time. You're supposed to like run the game and step up instead of drop out. Either way, <laughs> you're both good guys. Um, Clint Nigger is a fuck. Wait a second. So he's saying you've been in the heroin game for a long time. You should be running the game. What is this? The wire? What the hell are you yeah, talking about? I was about to say. Yeah. Like, you should be the kingpin or yeah. something. I should be running the corner. Yeah. You know, I, I, I yeah, I should do it. I, I, what would you name your brand if you had one? Not to put you on the spot, but I imagine your brand would probably have a pretty cool name Cemetery Reflection. Ooh, that's you know, good. Yeah. For when you're at the cemetery, just reflecting on things. Yeah, you yeah. can see that. Uh -huh. Cemetery reflection. It's a lot to put on a stamp, though, so I'll probably have to cut it down to something smaller. CR. Yeah. Or yeah. DNR. What's DNR? Do not resuscitate. Oh, that works. That's DNR. One, right? I bet you DNR so would be popular. I spent a lot of time coming up with these, you know? that That's a great one right DNR. there. DNR. Yeah, so. Bitch and uh, nigga face is from my hometown pretty much, so he's my boy. If he wants to get together, we can't. So, I do play a little bit of a game, and... How the fuck does he know what town Niggaface is from? Haven't we said Denver? I think we've said Colorado. We've said Colorado, but... It, I, I'm pretty I, sure I we mentioned... He's talked about Denver, though. He's talking about Denver, but I mean, I don't think he lives in Denver. Oh, okay, maybe not. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, I thought he said the name of the town okay. at least once, or he got arrested in mm. this town. But yeah. anyway, whatever. Yeah. I Although, I highly doubt... That that uh, nigga face is gonna be like, oh yeah, I totally want to hang out with this guy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know. I don't know yeah. either one of these guys, yeah, so maybe yeah. they might get yeah. along swimmingly. So mm. I'm a little bit better than Quigley, but it's a game a little bit. All right, peace. Quigley. All right, well there you go. Yeah, there you go. Batman villain talking some shit there. Talking mad shit. Do you think yeah. Batman villain owns his own house? Yeah. You think I, so? I don't think he'd he'd say that. I think Batman villain is an incel. Oh, you do, yeah. Involuntary yeah. celibate. I yeah. will make you a bet right yeah. now. <laughs> Batman villain is an incel for we, sure. We were talking about that before because I'd never <laughs> I'd never heard that phrase. Well, you were saying like, oh, I'm an incel. It's like, no, 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 you're yeah. not an incel. You might have been voluntarily celibate. I have been. I have for done a period that. of time. Yeah, but I think that uh, Batman villain, mm. and I might be going off on a limb here. Mm. But I'd be willing to put some money down, 
you know, the money that I would put on a house if I lived in Ohio um, or Indiana, I'd put some money down that he's an involuntary celibate. It's probably been a long time since he's gotten laid. Well, I mean, maybe if he put a little more effort into being a villain, he'd get laid. And yeah. Instead, he's just like, hey, I'm a Batman villain. Batman, you you could own more property. You know, you don't own it. And you, you should feel bad about that. All right, I'm going later. You know, yeah. I bet your nigga face can help him get laid. Probably, yeah. I think he probably could. I feel like, yeah. Feel like I bet I, I bet your nigga face knows quite a few hoes. Mm. Even some that might even jack off a disabled guy. So yeah. maybe a yeah, Batman guy, Batman villains in luck. All right, go find one of those girls. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the second call we got here is from uh, a guy we haven't heard from in a while. Jessington Bear. Remember him? Yes. He Isn't he a voluntary celibate? I thought he like didn't or no wait he's an a voluntary asexual like yes, he doesn't he even like to have sex with anyone right so, which te- technically makes him a voluntary celibate yeah, but so it's largely lot, because he's uh, asexual so yeah here we have not heard from him in a while here we go all right second call because the first one was a bit lame doesn't bear again um, yeah. Uh, I haven't experienced anything that that sick or wrong in Japan yet in the seven months I've been here, but I have taken a bit of a wander through a couple of the little red light. Did you say he's been there for seven months? Yeah, you know, he... Because uh, he's he, taking a trip around the world, right? Well, he called first, mm. and uh, his first call was really rambling. It went on for a while. So I think he called back to condense what he said in the first call. I see. So that's why he said mm. second call. But uh, he was saying he's been in Japan for like seven months because of work. He's oh, working okay. Yeah. Okay. Districts here in Osaka, and uh, holy shit, it's a scene, man. I mean, I'm an asexual, so I'm not in the market, but doesn't mean you can't uh, window shop. And, uh, you know, if you like anime chicks, it's, it's the place to be. Um, it's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, uh, we'll be back soon for uh, a, a, a pretty sick and wrong little story from when I was in Thailand. Hmm. Uh, catch you soon. I fucking love you guys. Loving the Patreon. Loving your work. Keep it coming. Hey. Hmm. Well, there's a teaser. Okay. Come on, man. I want to hear this uh, yeah. sick and wrong story. I... Well, also, what's going on with the guy? I know he was traveling around the world. Like, went to India and went to a couple different places. Right. What do you What do you suppose he does for a living? I don't know. Yeah, I wonder about this. I'd like to know because international I, I need man a, of mystery. I need a new. I need a new line of work. Yeah, guys. you need a new gig. Yeah, maybe you should go into business with Jessington Bear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he was saying yeah. he's in Osaka, and there's a whole red light district there. Hmm. I've never been to Osaka. Did you uh, make it there when you were? In, no, I didn't. In Tokyo, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, I wonder you said about there's that. anime chicks. He said, if you're into anything, if you're into anime, you're into whatever. We, we've been talking kind of at length about the Japanese uh, sex things that go on there, like their, uh, their proclivities. They do a lot of stuff there. I mean, I, I kind of want to go check out Tokyo just for that reason. Hmm. But I've never been to Osaka for that, you know, either. Right. Um, yeah, Jesse and Bear, what do, you, what do you do there? Like, are you uh, like a nuclear scientist or something? Like, what are you doing in Japan? I want to yes. know about this. Yeah, what are you? I think he works for the military. Hmm. 
Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He's probably like an IT guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Fixing some... He's like rebuilding people's servers. Anyway, always good he, to hear from not, you, man. He's not angry enough to be an IT guy. I don't think nah. so. Um, but yeah, that must... I mean, that must be kind of funny. It's like you're asexual, but you're surrounded... You walk through the red light district and see all these... Uh, these activities you could be participating in. Well, you're, you're asexual, so you don't to. care. Right? Yeah, it's got to be weird, though. Yeah. Anyway. It's got to be better, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're not worried about it. Actually giving a shit. Yeah. That could be rough. Uh, the, hey. third, the, third, uh, the third call we got here comes in from uh, the guy who tried to kill himself who's inventing names now for himself. Okay. He's, he's got a bunch of different names. I'm thinking we should probably settle on a name for him. Hmm. Yeah. Don't you think so? I, I agree. I'll have, to, I'll have to think about this. We should come up with a, with a name for this guy. Hmm. We'll have to, uh, yeah, we'll have to come up with something. We'll sit down. We'll, we'll settle in with our, with our data scientists and put it into the computer, see what the computer pops up, you know? Hmm. I kind of like the name Schlitzy, but I don't know if that works for him. You think so? I think that could work. That might Schlitzy? Think on that. But yeah, I like it. Right, I, yeah, like, I like the way you're one. going with this. I yeah, like right. the way your mind uh, is I'll going. I'll say Schlitzy, right. but this is the guy who had tried to right. kill himself. He's <laughs> also the guy who called in about uh, like making out with some, or no, wait, I think like having sex with like a Brazilian guy that washed yeah. dishes at his work or something. Right. A sexy. Or that was a waitress. A sexy, sexy Brazilian, Brazilian guy. Brazilian guy. Yeah. So this guy now is calling himself like the is that gay guy right. or something so okay. here's uh schlitzy hey guys it's fucking uh the guy who uh is it is it that gay guy so um <laughs> i got a little update for you in my sexual escapades you guys made me want to explore myself a little bit more so i uh one thing i you hear that, D? We made him want to explore himself more. <laughs> I blame you for yeah. that. No, you like open people's sexual horizons. That's true. Me, I make mm. them more uh, repressed. Right. I wanted to try and do was find the cuck, um, and or be the cuck. I guess the right phrase would be. And so I put a, a credit. So he wants to get into the world of cuckolding in any role whatsoever. So he either open. wants to yeah to cuck someone out or be the cuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's add up. And I had this uh, older woman, probably in her 60s, hit me up. And she was like, hey, do you want to fuck? And I was like, yeah, of course, because she was actually pretty hot. So I went to her place and... Uh, who who uses Craigslist for sex these days? It's... Yeah, I mean, if you are like a guy and you're looking to have sex with a, like a woman... Yeah, for it's heterosexual good, sex, really work. Why, I, yeah. I know the gays still use it, because my yeah. brother tells, told me that he got laid off of Craigslist not that long ago. We were talking about that. Sure. I'm like, who uses Craigslist? He's like, oh, gay people do all the time. Sure they do. Like the casual encounters. Yeah. I always assumed that any woman that was on Craigslist, casual encounters, was a dude hmm. that just wanted dick pics. Okay. That's what I always assumed. I don't think regular women put a casual encounter at it happens. Have you ever gotten laid off of Craigslist? I've played. You have. Yes. You have a, well, you've actually mm. met a, a human female. Yes, I did. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's interesting. I mean, I, I have a Boy, year. Like, I've also met trans women through there, you know. Uh, that but, um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, yeah, since I've been in LA. You oh, know. you've done it out here. Okay, yeah, so yeah. recent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's rare. I mean, again, I will say it's fucking rare as fuck. You know, and I was surprised. I was super surprised. Did you put an ad up or did you respond to someone's ad? 
You know, I honestly don't remember. It could have been either. I remember, uh, like, yeah. God, this is probably in 2002, maybe, mm. 2003. I, uh, I messaged a woman who had put up an ad for, like, Women for Male or whatever, and she put up an ad. She's got a hot goth chick. I ended up hanging out with her. I don't think we had sex. But I, I remember, but that was, like, 2002. Now you have OkCupid, Tinder, Bumble, all the other ones. It's like, why would you use Craigslist? So it makes me think anyone who's still using Craigslist is a dude trolling for dick pics. Hmm. That's what I think. Or gay people. Gay people, I imagine, could, I mean, whatever. We didn't actually fuck. I know that much. I can remember that much. It was just for weird kink shit, I I believe. Would you be skeptical, though, if you were, like, looking at casual encounters and this girl's like, I just want a, you know, anonymous sexual encounter with you to come over to my house right now and some of those are weird spam things too yeah i, yeah. I would think of it something so, like that mm-hmm. but apparently uh schlitzy over here mm. yeah he hit he hit a rare but you know who, who knows i guess craig's lift d- differs from place to place you know yeah. uh she proceeded to have me want to beat the shit out of her and treat her in quotes like a slut uh, so I did that, and at the end of that, I was paid two hundred bucks and a bottle of pills. <laughs> Man, that's you're coming up ahead in that game. God damn! So wait, yeah, he, wow. she wanted him to beat the shit out of her and treat her like a slut. Yeah, and what I, I, I'm curious as to what beat the shit out of her entails exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's. Uh, there's a lot of meanings that can be interpreted there, right? You know, there's a lot of that's a lot of gray. What does that area. mean? What does that you know? mean exactly? Because you know, and what kind of pills? Right, what kind of pills? Tylenol threes. That's a good question. Yeah, or are you talking oxy? Because you know, if it is like serious, you're getting into some serious S and M shit. You can with a stranger. You want a contract or you want a something? You know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's true. Good. Good. A safe so, word, at least. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was weird uh, to get paid for sex. And then um, I put an ad up on Craigslist because I wanted to suck a dick by choice. Which, by the way, thanks for laughing at my rape. I don't think I've ever been. I don't think I've ever laughed that hard at my own rape. <laughs> I don't think I've ever laughed that hard at my own rape. That's a weird thing to say. It's a a strange statement. To hear about your, you know. You know, I don't recall laughing. On a Sunday. I don't recall laughing at your rape. I recall laughing with your rape. (laughs) That's what I recall. Yes. But hey, I never remember what happened last week. (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) Who was it? His uncle or something or his dad? He didn't go into detail, dude. Okay. He just said, it's the first time I've ever had sex with a man. By choice. Oh, all right. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, he left it. You ah, know, we're laughing with you there. Like a good, you know, horror movie director, he left us one <laughs> to wonder <laughs> what it is, rather than telling us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some room for uh, mm. for details there. In the last call that I made, but uh, uh, so yeah, I sucked a dick for the first time by choice, and. Um, that was a horrible fucking um, proposition. I got paid twenty bucks for it, and uh, that twenty bucks I used to try and go get drugs, and uh, I ended up getting beat for that twenty bucks. <laughs> so I ended up sucking a dick for drugs and ended up getting beat. And uh, uh, you know, the guy who sold me the drugs ended up giving me fake pills. So that fucking sucked. 
So, so he sold you fake pills <laughs> and he beat the shit out of you? Wait a second. Wow. He got 20 bucks yeah. for, uh, for getting, 20 bucks for sucking this guy's dick. Right. And then he got a bunch of fake pills, so he got beat. Did he get the shit beat out of him or did he just get beat just by getting uh, bunk drugs? Um, that is unclear. So I mean, is, he probably also got herpes out of the deal. You know is he mean? like a full-time Craigslist hooker now? Is that what he's doing? I think he's just exploring. He's exploring what's out there. You know, I'm, yeah, I but it sounds like it. he's doing prostitution. I understand exploring, but did we say we want you to expand your horizons into prostitution? Well, look, like sex work. You can make a buck. You know, and, and do. I guess he was like, I, I want to suck a dick, but I also want to, you know, make twenty bucks. I guess you could, do, you know, cross tick two boxes there. Two birds, one stone. But, I guess if you need some money, I could see. But that. I will say that you know, as as, as someone who's, uh, I don't know, was in recovery at some point, right? This guy, remember he he oh, yeah, was yeah, talking yeah, he to was. me about my that. recovery and how I should do it and whatever. But uh, you, I, I I support exploring, you know, your sexuality, but when you're doing it in a real sleazy fucking uh, uh, venue like Craigslist, uh, you're going to come across drugs and you're not going to stay away from drugs. You know? I don't know. He may not even be trying to stay away from drugs anymore. We, you know? Yeah, it doesn't sound like doesn't it. doesn't sound I mean, he's like He's taking it. pills as payment. Yeah, so. so. Hmm. But 200 bucks, that's a good fucking... Hmm. Yeah, but 20 bucks for sucking a dick? That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sucking a dick is not fun, dude. I don't understand the point of it. I almost threw up on the guy like three times. Um, but I did my best and, uh, you know, uh, he finished. So I guess I did a good enough job. All right. Love you guys. Fuck off. By the way, he's diamond. I hope you die. Well. <laughs> Had to get that in there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm. God. Well, I hope I uh, never have to go on Craigslist to uh, get this guy to suck my dick. If I do, please give me a mercy bullet. I will. I yeah, will. Or a karate chop yeah. to the neck with your taekwondo skills yeah. or something. Sometimes, <laughs> I mean, look, sometimes you got to do something to realize that you hate doing it. You yeah, I mean? Jesus. Talk about yeah. hitting rock bottom. So. You know what I was thinking? It might be a better name for him. Franklin. I don't even know if it's hitting. Why? I don't know. I like it better. Oh, okay. Franklin. I don't. I don't know if um, it's hitting rock bottom. If you do, if you're just like, I'm curious about whatever, you know. It didn't seem like he needed the twenty dollars. You know that. That's what I wonder. If he didn't need the twenty dollars, mm. it wouldn't be rock bottom. But if he's doing it because he needs money, he's now becoming a crisis hooker then, to, to, for money. Yeah, then that's bad. Then I'm thinking we can say yeah. we can definitively say that's bad. We're all about sexual exploration. And uh, you know, broadening your sexual horizons, but I don't know, going on to Craigslist and getting money for sex might not be a good idea. Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful. It's a good way to get murdered. But I mean, look, he's yeah. he's clearly like copping dope in an open air drug market in like downtown, whatever the fuck. It's got to so, be dangerous too. Just going on Craigslist and like sucking some random dude's dick. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be a little dangerous, but. Look, hey, it beats a rest stop. You can end up in some shit when you're where you're like, oh. Man, I mean, Craigslist essentially is, is an not, online yeah, rest stop, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's like a virtual it rest stop. It is. Yeah, there's yeah, there are definitely some situations where you're just like, oh shit, this is you know, yeah, made a grave error. This was not anticipated. Mm. Well, uh, well, we got to come up with a name for this guy. 
All we'll right. have to think about it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, be careful out there, man. Yeah, watch out for the AIDS virus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. yeah, just watch out for that. That's, mm. that's not pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah, and learn how to cover up the cold sores with your sucking dick. Mm. It might affect your money. Mm. You know, get some lip gloss or something. <laughs> uh, people call Sticker on Hotline, 323-522-4032. We're always here to give you some useful advice. Some just life hacks. That's what we give yes. you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best way to support the show, seriously, is the Patreon page. Just go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong. There's a link right off our main page at sickandwrongpodcast.com. And uh, we're giving you all sorts of free stuff. In fact, in fact, this is a big, this is, this is some major news. A listener last week got Harrison to tell the grisly tale of the stabbing that took place last year. True. Yeah. True that, that was, you know, you've, he's never spoken about it on the show for a variety of reasons. But uh, this listener called in, and we're doing Patreon calls too. So, now, you know, now we do our three calls here on the show, but then we have some extra content. We got an extra news story, two extra phone calls just on our Patreon page. Uh, so if you sign up for the $5 Patreon or more, you get access to the, the uh, bonus content. And so a listener called in and he said he wanted to know what, the, what, what happened. This is, about, this is around uh, this time last year, right? About yeah, a year ago. it was. So Harrison tells the entire grisly tale. <laughs> and I got to tell you, emphasis on grisly. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's a good story. It's like a 23-minute phone call. Right. <laughs> and so he we, we goes into a lot of detail. So uh, I'm not going to say anything else. Just go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong. Sign up for the $5 uh, tier. And yeah, you get access to all sorts of free shit. And not to mention, you get our undying love for supporting the show. Keep oh, yeah. Going. Uh, you know, we have over 100 uh, patrons now. I know. 104. Yeah. I'm, I'm blown away by it. Yeah. Less than two months, we have 104 patrons. There you go. So thank you, everybody, mm-hmm. for supporting the show. Um, also, we have a Redbubble store, too, if you want to get some uh, Sigurong merch. Just go to sigurongpodcast.com slash store. Click on the Pope. And go over to the Redbubble store. Do some Sigurong shopping. Uh, Sigurong song of the week. Uh, this guy named uh, Jacob sent this to me. Uh, he just sent it via Facebook. It's a song called uh, Toten Kopfschen. I don't even know how to say it properly. Toten Kopfschen. I think it's German. Yeah, that's correct. It's by Inga Ginsberg and the Tritone Kings. So, yeah, first of all, I was like, all right, whatever. It's a German uh, industrial thing or something. And then, so, I didn't, give, I didn't pay any mind to it. Mm. Till uh, I got another message from them. It's like, hey, did you check the song out? So, then I clicked on it. Turns out this woman is a 93-year-old Holocaust survivor. Mm. And she's in a metal band. Okay. Yeah, it's great. And she sings all in German. Inga Ginsberg survived the Holocaust and became a spy for the Americans during World War II. She smuggled arms to fight the Nazis. She then married a composer after the war. And they wrote songs together in the 40s and 50s that were sung by Nat King Cole, Dean Martin, Doris Day, and Rosemary Clooney, amongst other people. 60 years later, she got back into music. So now she's in her 90s. And she fell in love with heavy metal. Which is kind of odd. Right. You know, it's, 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 it's odd yeah. that you find this. But hey, I mean, metal's, metal's around. So she now performs the band uh, The Tritone Kings. And so this song is called Laugh at Death, Totenkopfchen. Hmm. Um, it's catchy. It's catchy. If you know German, you, you, you'll get more out of the song than we do. But the chorus is, forget the worm, forget the tomb, drink and eat and sing and laugh, then the devil will go back to hell. Hmm. So we're going to end the show here with... Uh, 
Totenkopfchen by Inga and the Tritone Kings. Thank you, Jacob, for saying that in. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 607. Till then, take it easy. Totenköpfchen, Totenköpfchen, rasle mit den Beinen. Lass die Sonne, lass den Mond durch die Regen scheinen. Teufelkegel, Köpfchen holen, wenn der Teufel dein Seelchen holt. Wittenacht, Würmchen lacht, hat ein Fest mal mitgebracht. <lacht>
holy fucking shit, I just watched a fucking brutal-ass movie. It is sick, and it is fucking wrong. Brawl in Cell Block 99. It's uh, by the director who did Bone Tomahawk, and the lead actor is Vince Vaughn. And normally I fucking cannot stand Vince Vaughn, but holy shit. I'm telling you, there's some fucking fucked up shit. There's a great scene where he rips some dude's fucking face off and you see skull and fucking, oh man. I'm telling you guys, Dean and Harrison fucking watch that shit. 